You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, it 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire! For Tuesday, February 6th, it's Super Bowl week. I'm so fired up for the game, getting more and more excited every time I look at it. And Rob G has now descended upon Vegas. He is in Sin City. He's he's in the city where they made a movie about, which is now his favorite movie, Last Vegas. I'm sure Rob is going to be living it up. That's right. This week, doing his uh, doing um, stuff from Radio Row with the Odd Couple. Um, Rob, if you run into Cam Newton. Um, tell his people, I'm sorry I could not meet with him on Radio Row. He did send a request. He sent word that he would like to chat with me on Radio Row for 10 or 15 minutes on his on whatever platform he's got. And I said, unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. It's not a Fox Super Bowl, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't know, Rob. If you do see Cam, though, definitely be like, yo, Cam, hey, c- c- you got to come correct when you go to JMAC. <laughs> okay. If I see Cam, I mean, I'll be like, is, look, I'm not the one who was dissing you, but I know the guy who did it. Yeah. Because, you know, he is and a giant human being. He is a large individual, 6'5", yes. 235. He's like, I mean, he's considerably bigger than um, Ben Roethlisberger. 6'5 um, is like Justin Herbert, and then you add, I don't know, 15 pounds. He is just big. And then maybe he's gained some weight since he's not playing in the NFL. I don't know. But he is uh, a large dude. Um, Rob, real quick before we get into um, the 49ers complaining about the practice field. Um, as Buddy Boy freaks out over here, we're, we're all on the Niners. We're all in on the Niners. Um, Rob, one of the things that I, I'm looking at the games, it's super fascinating to kind of break down, uh, you know, what's the deal? The 49ers were absolutely terrible in the playoffs, stats-wise, after doing incredible in the regular season. And the opposite is true for the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs kind of sleptwalk through the regular season. And then in the postseason, they've been lights out. And which one of those do you trust more to show up in the Super Bowl? The 17 games of Niners, who were largely great, or, or the two games of the Niners, which was not great, or 
do you do the 17 games of the Chiefs, which were eh, up and down. They had some really good showings. Or the three games that were pretty damn good. Rob, it's a tough one. I, I know my answer, but I- I'm curious where you land on this. I'll tell you what. It's, it's something that I've been talking about on this podcast with you basically all season. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs have a baseline that few teams in the NFL exhibited even all season. Even when they were struggling, when they were scuffling, when they lost to my Raiders, uh, which, you know, was a cataclysmic event in Kansas City, given how poorly that they played. And I believe Aiden O'Connell did not complete a pass after the first quarter, and the Raiders still won that game. But the thing about the Chiefs is, because of their style of play, they've gotten away from the explosive Patrick Mahomes slinging it all over the yard offense. They are more of a conservative, defensive-minded team. They play great defense. They run the ball pretty well with Pacheco. They got a good offensive line. And Patrick Mahomes is asked to make just enough plays here and there to get them to win. Now, because of that, I've been on record, and I still believe this, their ceiling was not as high as some of the other teams. Their ceiling, I believe, is right now is nowhere near as high as the San Francisco 49ers. However... What they have shown this season, because of their style of play, because Andy Reid is a great coach, and because Patrick Mahomes might be the greatest quarterback we've ever seen, is their floor is much higher than damn near anybody in the NFL. And that's something that we've seen in this postseason, because they blew out by the Miami Dolphins. I don't think they played their best game of football in that game. They, they were mistake-free, but I don't think that they were the high-end, all-caps Chiefs that we were hoping to see in the postseason. When they played Buffalo, Buffalo played them basically to a draw. And were it not for two poor throws by Josh Allen there in the fourth quarter and a missed Tyler Bass field goal, maybe they're the ones here in Vegas right now in the monsoon rain that we're dealing with instead of Kansas City. When they faced off, sorry, quickly, when they faced off in the AFC Championship against Baltimore, Kansas City didn't do anything special. We talked about this. They kind of took the air out of the ball after the first two drives. They scored touchdown, touchdown, ball control offense because they let Baltimore make all of the mistakes and that led to them winning. So because of that, I am always going to trust the team with the lower floor than I am the team with the highest ceiling. I think that is an impressive argument. And, yeah, I think a lot of people would be with you. Well, Chiefs, come on. They've been amazing. And – Patrick Mahomes goes postal in the playoffs. Here's the argument against. We haven't seen a Niners team play well in the postseason. I just looked this up, Rob. So in the opener against the Packers, fall behind 3-0, don't score in the first quarter, and they trail throughout the third quarter, right? And into the fourth, they need a comeback. Their game state was negative. And Purdy, when faced with some adversity, did not play particularly well, right? Um, Did not have a great three quarters against the Packers, then rallies late uh, and comes back and they get the dub. Look at the Lions game. Lions jump out to a 14-0 lead. Lions leading for the first three quarters. Purdy didn't, wasn't particularly sharp. Not awful, but most of the season, remember this is, I think, the opening drive, I believe, not a certain, that the 49ers had the most success scoring on opening drives during the regular season or the most points scored. It's just a machine. Yet in the playoffs, they for some reason fell behind. I'm not putting a ton of stock ever. I never do in the coin toss. But, Rob, this postseason, unlike any other, when the Chiefs got the ball first against the Bills, or, or, or sorry, against the Ravens, they set the tone with a touchdown. And the Ravens were playing uphill 
all the rest of the game. 49ers fell behind against the Packers and the Lions, and they were playing catch-up. My guess here is all the success of Pacheco dominating the ground, and I, f- I found some stats. Interesting. So um, Pacheco's carries in the regular season, 14 per game, up to 21 a game in the playoffs. They're getting the lead early, as they did against Miami, as they did uh, against Buffalo, and as they did against the Ravens, and they're riding Pacheco. And Mahomes is not making any mistakes. No turnovers. Look at their second-half numbers, Rob. They're not doing anything in the second half. Unless you think this is going to play out again, where Chiefs take an early lead, Niners can't do anything, Niners defense getting shredded. I, I, I just don't see that happening. We have, set, we have an entire season of data of the Niners having success early. So then the question is, well, what happened in those two games in the playoffs? And my buddy Nick, we did, we're doing a... Um, like a squares thing? Do you have you ever done a squares thing for the, the Super Bowl, Bowl square? Yes, I'm in one uh, later this Sunday. So yes, I'm in one. So here's my question: You know, what are the best numbers for Super Bowl squares? I've played this a lot of times. I don't even know the rules. I'm just the kind of guy. Hey, here's here's my twenty bucks, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, whatever. It's not any different than gambling. So you want seven, three, and zero. Those are usually the numbers you want. And so if the numbers add up to seven, three, or zero. At the end of a quarter, you then take a percentage of the pot, right? No, you. What you. What happens is the last number of the team's score has to be a seven, three, or a zero. So if the score is zero, zero at the end of the quarter, you win. If the score is ten to nothing, if it's three to nothing, seven to nothing, seventeen ten, thirteen ten, you know, any of those numbers, those are the ones you want. Ah, okay. So my buddy said, "Hey, I'm in one. A square's a thousand bucks. We can divide it or do it three ways." I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'm in. Fine." Um. And I'm looking at this, and I think we're in line for a low-scoring game. And I know the total was 47 and a half, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking like you, obviously the three and the zero are key, but we have the Niners who were awesome off the script and the defense wasn't great, right, in the playoffs. And then we have the Chiefs dominant off the script, but overall not great all season. Rob, Super Bowl. Nobody's going to want to make a mistake early. I can completely see this being a 3 nothing after a quarter, um, 10-7 at the half. It's super. I'm talking ultra low scoring because Purdy ain't going to want to make a mistake, and he's tried to make a couple. And I don't think Mahomes in that offense is going to have the success. And you say, why not? Well, if you look at the rushing attack that the Packers and the Lions employ, it's a lot of the zone, um, the zone running schemes, which are mostly outside, right? Um, and the linebackers, the, the great middle linebacker, Warner, is kind of nullified a little bit on those zone rushing plays because it's wide and the Packers had a lot of success, and the Lions had a ton of success. Go look at what the, what the Chiefs do. They don't do the same zone running attack. A lot of their stuff is Pacheco in, inside. They're an inside running team. Hey, we're just going to beat you up at the line of scrimmage, and, and, and it's Pacheco, between, a, a halfback dive for the Tecmo Bowl crowd. And I, uh, are they going to change who they are, and all of a sudden the Chiefs are going to be a zone running team? I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I can see some gadget stuff, but... Now, Rob, it's sounding like no Kadarius Tony in the Super Bowl. Is that? Are you seeing the same stuff? I am. Yes. Okay. So, who's their gadget guy? Is it Rasheed Rice on the sweep? I mean, they don't have a Jamison Williams. Remember, Jamison Williams took that end around reverse and went to the house. He's fast, and that's another play where, like, 49ers, who have great linebackers, they just couldn't hand handle the speed. I don't see that from any like Mikael Hardman, maybe. Well, the problem with Miko Hardman is the last two times he touched the ball, he's fumbled. Yeah, there you so go. I don't know if you would trust him. <laughs> it's basically Rasheed Rice. It ain't going to be uh, the, the kid, it's Sky Moore. It's not going to be him. And it's not going to be Justin, what's his face? Um, 
I, I, I just don't see it. So now you're looking at more of a stand-up, normal Chiefs attack, and the 49ers should be able to handle it. Um, I, I know we said Kyle Hamilton and, and the Roquan Smith should, should contain Kelsey. They had no chance against Kelsey. Uh, I, I mean, Kelsey dominated them. Well, challenge is on you, Fred Warner. Uh, challenge is on you, Drake Greenlaw. Can you guys contain um, Travis Kelsey? Because we know on the back end, uh, not having Mufanga is a massive loss. And um, I, don't, I, I think Laporta had a pretty good game um, for the Lions against uh, against the Chiefs. Even the backup tight end, uh, I think it was Brock Wright maybe, caught a near touchdown pass. He couldn't stop himself and went out of bounds at like the two. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Niners defense hangs here and... You know, you want to get in the nitty gritty. It's like, okay, this the the Chiefs essentially are not even getting aggressive in the second half. I I just saw that um, their second half unders this season are eighteen and one to the under. Essentially, they want to get the lead and then just squeeze the air out of the football slowly. That's what they want to do. I don't think that will work against a Shanahan attack that. I don't. I just don't see Kansas City totally stopping it. But then again, I'm all in on Brock Purdy, right, Robert? I, it doesn't sound like you are, which is understandable. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires dedicated winter tires go to tirerack.com use the tire decision guide to get personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of michelin tires ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers you'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years mobile tire installations available all over the country have you heard about this they bring new tires to your home or work install them on site game changer Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Well, like many kids at 16, I got uh, a car that uh, came from my grandpa. It wouldn't have been my first choice, but... Because I was 16, had no money, I didn't have a choice, I took it. And then I personalized it. I tinted those windows. I put in multiple 12-inch subwoofers in the back so my parents and everyone else in the neighborhood could hear me coming from across town. And I turned that thing into something at first that I was like, I want something better. To essentially my dream ride at the time because I had a car at 16. Can't Hard to complain. One of my favorite parts about car culture is regardless of the car you're given when you're young, 
you can find a way to make it cool. And that's what any young, innovative individual will do. I don't care what you're rolling in. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. The line opened with San Francisco as a short favorite in the rematch from uh, the 2020 Super Bowl. Very excited. If you listen to the pod, you know which way I'm leaning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. With code STRAIGHTFIRE, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Don't you ever say I'm not all in on Brock Purdy, okay? I've been on the Brock Purdy train longer than you've been alive, my friend. I I was comparing him to Joe Burrow back in October and have tweets to prove it. But um, look, everything that you said is accurate. And, and, and ordinarily, I would absolutely agree with you. The, the, the one thing that I think that you're underselling here, though, is how good this Chiefs defense is. Remember 2015, the Denver Broncos, when they went through Peyton Manning, and I think they went to Brock Osweiler, and then back to Peyton Manning, and ended up winning the Super Bowl, against your arch nemesis, Cam Newton. Cam Newton infamously did not dive on the lost fumble, and that seemed to be like his lasting memory there for at least a year or two. Well, that defense was nasty, and that's how they were able to overcome Peyton Manning being all caps washed that year and still win the Super Bowl. That defense, led by Von Miller and Demarcus Ware, allowed 340 points total over 20 games. The 2023 Kansas City Chiefs entering the Super Bowl in 21 games have allowed 335. Mm. This defense may not have the star power outside of Chris Jones that you'd like to see from an all-time great defense, but rest assured, this is one of the best defenses we've ever seen, especially when you consider the era that we play in when scoring is easier than ever. Obviously, the scoring is actually down this season relative to historical standards, but all the rules are slanted in the favor of the offense, and yet this defense, along with Baltimore, who they beat last week, were able to consistently shut down opponents week in and week out. They're not, I don't think they're going to shut down San Francisco, but I think they're going to slow them down in a way that we haven't seen a Kyle Shanahan offense be slowed you know, before. 
So Sneed will likely uh, trace around Ayuk, and what happens is Debo Samuel will be lining up all over the place. Does McDuffie just follow him around? If you look at the 2020 Super Bowl, uh, Debo's all over the place, lining up all over the field, and obviously McDuffie wasn't even there yet, um, but he was a major problem. Also, Juszczyk, the fullback, was a problem. I, By the way, just simply based on the 2020 Super Bowl, I will have Juszczyk first touchdown score as a bet. Um, I haven't seen a number yet, but it, it's just going to be, for me, I'm going to fire on it. I think Juszczyk will find the end zone. Clearly, Shanahan saw something against the Spags defense where um, in 2020. And again, 2020 is a long time ago. A lot has changed. But my gut tells me uh, check will see some action. Um, Rob... I quickly want to get into some. This is I don't know if it's a controversy or non-troversy, but for some reason the Kansas City Chiefs get to use your Raiders uh, practice facility while San Francisco is relegated to those at UNLV. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and guess UNLV is not like an incredible training facility because the, the 49ers have now complained about it and the surface. And we've got our second controversy after the Patrick Mahomes uh, dad DUI stuff. Oh, I don't know if you're asking me a question there. Yes, it is absolutely a controversy, Jason. And I can tell you as somebody who came in Monday afternoon here to Vegas that the Vegas that I came into is nothing like what it looks like in the movies on the TV shows. There is a ridiculous storm hitting the southwest region all the way to where you're at in Southern California to where I'm at here in Vegas. I think they're calling it an atmospheric river or something like ominous like that. So... Not only was my plane coming in delayed by about 45 minutes, I was stuck at the airport for over an hour and a half. Couldn't even get a taxi or an Uber to take me to my hotel because, number one, there was rain. And number two, they had shut down parts of it for the Super Bowl. And last but not least, most importantly, Joe Biden was in town. And apparently he can't take a regular street or or a private airport. He's got to take the McCarran Airport and it shut everything down. But long story short, there is flooding all throughout the Strip here in Vegas right now as Mm. of as of this late hour. And I understand why the San Francisco 49ers would be upset because, number one, you're practicing outdoors in the rain when the game is going to be played indoors. So that's something I don't really understand. It's not like you get the Bill Belichick thing where you're practicing in the snow because the game's going to be in the snow, so it makes sense. So that's number one. But number two, and this might be the dumbest thing of all, UNLV's practice field is a turf. And what the NFL did as a way to appease them because the Allegiant Stadium that they're going to play in here on Sunday is, is natural grass. They said, you know what, we're going to lay sod on top of the field turf a few days ago. And that way it's going to uh, it's going to be just like regular grass. One problem, you know, that doesn't necessarily work. I know it might sound like it might work in in, in uh theory but in practice it doesn't the nfl hardness score for fields in the nfl averages 78 on a scale of 1 to 100 or 0 to 100 no field in the nfl has been less than 70 even that dump at metlife and the commander stadium (laughs) none of them are less than 70 right now the niners field that they've been practicing on for at least yesterday is considered to be in the 50s, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. That's not so good. if there was ever any kind of shenanigans or chicanery or the fixes in for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, this might lead credence to that because this is absolutely terrible for the Niners. Yeah, here's my thing. So normally, wouldn't they use the same field? They would just have different times. And why aren't they doing that this year? I have no idea. 
It just, I, it just doesn't seem to make any sense. I mean, I guess just to keep the teams apart from each other for gamesmanship, you know, issues. I yeah, could well, understand I mean, how did that. they determine who gets the crappy Vegas facility versus who gets the good one? Well, I also don't <laughs> think that they were planning on the atmospheric river crushing the southwest region here. Mm, that's fair. Um, yeah, it's a bummer for the Niners. Um, I, I, I'm curious, uh, did you see this Eric Bieniemy news that— uh, and it was not super surprising that Dan Quinn said, we're not retaining Eric Bieniemy." But it was after Kingsbury was hired. I wonder if they said, hey, Eric, do you want to be the QB coach or passing game analyst or whatever? Uh, I, I, for whatever reason, Bieniemy is not an offensive coordinator. Now, not all the chairs are taken. There's still some offensive coordinator spots open. But, Rob, this is why you must strike while the iron is hot. Okay. And I know we want to wait around, and I actually got this one wrong because I thought BNME should not take that crappy, like three years ago, four years ago. He had options, right? He's, getting, he's interviewing all these places. I'm like, why would he take that crap job? He's just going to be back looking for work in two or three more years when he gets canned. But here's what I was missing. What if you don't take the job and then things fall apart? Like he's going nowhere fast in KC. I guess, I don't want to say he wore out his welcome, but... They let him go call plays in Washington, and Bienemy's calling plays for Sam Howell, who ended up being a train wreck, and now he's going to be relegated to a career backup, and now Bienemy is done, and he doesn't have a job. Now, I'm sure Andy Reid will welcome him with open arms, but I believe Matt Nagy is the OC there. I don't think he's getting another job. Rob, the only position at this point that could come open, oh yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. That I mean... Unless someone thinks Shanahan's retiring, there's zero hint of that. Now, I'm not saying there's a hint of Reed, but Rob, I, I don't know. What do you, like, if you're Eric Bieniemy, what do you do? I saw that Belichick's kid, remember everybody joked, oh, Belichick's done. Well, his kid's not going to find work. He went to the University of Washington to be a coordinator. I was like, whoa, that, it, New England Patriots to UW, interesting. Um, I don't know what Bieniemy does now. Like, is he just not going to be an offensive coordinator? Like, does he have to be a QB coach? The guy was working with Patrick Mahomes, and he, now he could be in a unemployed within two years? Oh, my, I, feel, I feel a little bad for him, but at the same time, like, man, Ben Johnson, I hope you're watching this saga unfold. Yeah, I think it's terrible because, you know, a lot of people were pointing to what happened and what went wrong in Washington as to why. See, Eric Bieniemy's not that great. I don't know why people were pushing him. You know, it's just one of those things where you want to see a black head coach and you don't really care about how good he is. You know, he wasn't even calling plays in Kansas City. That was the narrative against him. And I think what we saw in Washington, I don't think that's indicative of how good of a coach Eric Bieniemy is. Yeah, I think I what we saw in Kansas City this season where they were inexplicably having uh, turnovers, having drop passes, having penalties, losing games they shouldn't have, like I mentioned earlier, against my Raiders. Those are the kind of things that I don't think happen if Eric Bieniemy is the offensive corner. Because even if he's not calling the plays like Andy Reid is, the one thing that everybody who has ever interacted with Eric Bieniemy, whether it's in Kansas City or anywhere else in his football career, they say he's a bit of a hard ass. He mm -hmm. will get down on you all the time. It comes from a place of love, but he's a very intense, aggressive, demands perfection type coach. As soon as he leaves, coincidentally, the Chiefs start becoming sloppy. And yeah. leading the league in drops. I don't think if Bienemy is there, that happens. So if you're basing your opinion on him, on what happened in, in with the commanders, with Sam Howell, 
who I think even on the high end of the spectrum was never going to be an even top half of the NFL NFL starter. I think if you were to get his high end, he'd probably be somewhere in the 20 to 30 range, which is not bad, but he's nothing special. So for this to go down the way that it has for him, it's very, very disappointing because three years ago, you mentioned this, he was the new hotness for NFL head coaching gigs. I think he interviewed 13 different times. And now, to your point, he might not even be able to get a, a play calling gig. And that's just yeah. that, that's disappointing. I, I would have liked to see him with the Raiders, but they decided to go with uh, Luke Getze, who obviously knows great offense with the Bears. Ha, ha, ha. And, um, you know, hopefully the enemy lands on his feet. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Well, like many kids at 16, I got uh, a car that uh, came from my grandpa. It wouldn't have been my first choice, but because I was 16 and had no money, I didn't have a choice, I took it. And then I personalized it. I tinted those windows. I put in multiple 12-inch subwoofers in the back so my parents and everyone else in the neighborhood could hear me coming from across town. And I turned that thing into something at first that I was like, I want something better to essentially my dream ride at the time because I had a car at 16. You can't, hard to complain. One of my favorite parts about car culture is regardless of the car you're given when you're young, you can find a way to make it cool. And that's what any young, innovative individual will do. I don't care what you're rolling in. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We could wrap up with this since you mentioned Getze. Okay, so Getze, since after Kingsbury backs out of the Raiders and lands with Washington, Luke Getze goes from Chicago to the Raiders. Interesting. Well, Rob, uh, this is your Raiders, so you've got the domain expertise. Currently, their quarterbacks are Jimmy Garoppolo and Aiden O'Connell. I'm assuming that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be there next year. Safe to say? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And uh, safe to say Aiden O'Connell, despite the preseason hype and a couple of decent moments in the first half of the season, he ain't the guy. Safe to say? Yes. Okay. Luke Getze knows Justin Fields as well as anyone in the NFL. He was his OC this year. When Fields had some moments, more moments than Aiden O'Connell. What will it tell you if the Raiders go for Fields or don't go for Fields? What what will that say to you about Fields? Because I have a feeling they're going to go for him. I had that same feeling up until about 24 hours ago when I was reading some Raiders beat writers information about the Getsy hire because I was down on it as soon as they made it. So I was looking for information that might try to sway my opinion. Like, you know, these writers do more reach. They talk to more people than even I do. And so I'm sure that they're going to have some kind of stat, some kind of DVOA, something that's going to make me say, oh, well, you know what? He might not be a good passing offense, but the rushing offense, third downs, blah, 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 whatever. Something, I was looking for anything positive about the hire. And one of the writers, I forget who it was, but it was from The Athletic, said that, you know, everyone was concerned about the, they had a good rushing offense in Chicago, a lot of that because Justin Fields was scrambling, but they had one of the worst passing offenses in the last few years. And the writer indicated that the Raiders, along with several people around the NFL, believe that the Bears' passing offense struggles were not on Getze. Which means... That the Raiders, along with a lot of other people around the NFL, believe that the Bears could not throw the ball down the field because Justin Fields was not capable of throwing the ball down the field. That's harsh. Well, we'll, we'll know. Like, listen, if you are Getze and you do not say, let's go get Justin Fields, that's kind of a bat signal to Atlanta and Pittsburgh and whoever else might, Seattle, might Absolutely. be interested in it's like, bro, his OC from last year doesn't even want him. Like, whoa. That, that will not be good for Fields. And then he goes into the situation where, like, okay, maybe he lands as the backup to Jalen Hurts. Maybe he lands as the backup to, uh, I'm just, Patrick Mahomes, whatever. It, it feels like he has the option to be a backup, which may not be the worst thing in the world, but I don't know if him being a backup after two-plus years of starting is going to help him process. And listen, it might not be the worst thing in the world if he becomes Jameis Winston and he collects checks as a backup and you play a little bit. And you've got a lengthy career and you make a lot of money. Maybe he's just a backup, right? It's not the end of the world, right? No, absolutely. I mean, and there's plenty of people, maybe not in the NFL, i got to really do my homework about the NFL quarterbacks, but there's plenty of people where all they really needed was a change of scenery, a chance to breathe, especially when you're in a situation like Chicago where, now I've been from afar with all this, I never thought they put him in a, in a position to succeed. Watching them play, I've watched a lot of quarterback video breakdowns by um, – you know, guys like uh, J.T. O'Sullivan, friend of the show, you know, Kyle Sloter's been on the show. And I, I've seen them say, like, no, he's doing good things at quarterback. There's just something off with that offense. Sometimes it's the receiver. Sometimes it's the protection. Sometimes it's the way that the play is drawn up, what have you. And there was a lot of other issues, and he was not necessarily the reason. 
I personally believe that he is still capable of being a starting NFL quarterback. I'm down on the Getsy hire. I'm the one of the ones who thinks that it was the Bears who did him a disservice. Hmm. So I, I wouldn't mind him going to a situation where either there's a firmly entrenched starting quarterback, a la Mahomes or, you know, Josh Allen, or a situation like maybe like Dallas, where, you know, Dak Prescott has that big contract. We don't know if he's going to get, well, he's going to get an extension, but we don't know what kind of an extension. Maybe he could be the guy waiting in the wings that they get on the cheap that potentially could be the heir apparent in a situation like that. Hmm. I, I don't hate that. Uh, Interesting. So if I said to you, uh, Rob, you could get Russell Wilson after he's cut, uh, I, it feels, I find it hard to believe that the Raiders would take a guy in the division having seen him. Uh, Russell Wilson, Fields. I'm not going to put Kirk Cousins in there because I, I, my gut tells me he's not going to be healthy and they're not going to take a chance on him. And, and, and there, is there a mystery guy you would go for uh, uh, as the potential starter uh, for next season? Well, my preference would be then to draft the quarterback. I'd rather them, if, if it's at their current spot, if it's, you know, Penix or Knicks or, you know, maybe McCarthy. I'm not too high on him. I know some people are. I'm, I'm particularly not. Or trading up to get Daniels or someone like that. I'd rather them do that. But if of those three, I'd rather take the upside of Fields than either of the other two guys. Interesting. All right. Um, by the way, I did just look this up, Rob. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk, anytime touchdown. Plus six seventy five, so twenty bucks wins you like a hundred. No, that's stealing bucks. money. That's stealing money. Well, I, okay, but then I just looked at Usechek's game log. Do you know how many touchdowns he has this year? Two. <laughs> yes. Two. Oh, okay, His nice. Okay. Was November twelfth. I mean, he had, he's had one carry in like the last eight weeks. Um, he's used very very sparingly, which is right where I like it. I don't want some guys getting force fed. Um, and then also the other guy I would look at is um, I think Elijah Mitchell. No. Like, McCaffrey gets dinged up. Mitchell's going to get carries. And I don't know if they're going to be able to run on this Chiefs defense. But the, the props will do. You know, we should try to get Rufus Peabody. Uh, is that it? Wait, Rufus. Yeah, Rufus Peabody. No. Yes, that is his name. He's been on the pod before. I can't believe I'm confused <laughs> Rufus. It's just such a, like, kind of a, it, you know, his name is a little wild. Anyways, uh, all right. That's it for today. We are back tomorrow. Rob will be living it up in Vegas, having reports on the ground for Straight Fire. We'll talk to you then. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 